passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. What's up, family? Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports, contests, events with first-to-market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for every league from the MLB, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information from live in-game betting props and futures head to bet online today or use your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet use our promo code believe 50 b l e a v 50 to receive your 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit bet online where the game starts who's a proud sponsor of the boss man show on your radio Folks, back on the Boss Man Show, continuing our series with Jordan Stacey, the coaches. We got the last one on the show with us, Alan Payne, my guy over there, over at the Sports Arena. What's good, my guy? How you doing, man? man I'm doing great on this beautiful afternoon, man. I appreciate you having me on, Boss Man. Anytime, brother. Let me ask you this, man. Uh, coming to Georgia State, man, uh, tell me about the opportunity to come down here to the ATL, man. Coach with my guy, Coach Jones, man, and his staff they have over there, man. Tell me how it feel, man. What, what about this opportunity really made you want to come on down here, man? Um, I, I wish two things. Uh, it's the the opportunity to work with a guy like uh, like Jonas Hayes, uh, who in my book is an A-plus person, and I've known him on a professional level uh, probably uh, three or four years now, like, you know, really gotten to know him and developed in a relationship and uh, always saw the potential in him as, as a head coach. And um, as I built a relationship with him, he felt comfortable enough with me, even though I'm a little bit, uh, a little bit younger, you know, to be like, you know, this is somebody that I want um, to work with me and to help build this program. So uh, that was the first thing. And then obviously you have um, Georgia state and the history that it has here uh, being in downtown Atlanta, it's the best, the best area to recruit 
um, in the country, bar none. There, there is no better place. And, um, you know, so just to be able to to be in a place as prestigious as, as Georgia State, um, you know, to be able to, to be around such a, a rich basketball uh, state um, tradition, it was a no-brainer for me. Um, I would have come with, with Coach Hayes no matter where I was. And no matter where he was going, I would have went with him. It just made it all that much sweeter that, it, you know, we got to go back to his hometown and to a place like Georgia State. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited to be here um, and, and to get this program to the next level with Coach Hayes. No doubt. And what's good about this job is, you know, you have a foundation set. You know, a lot of times we take over a new job, it could be like you have to rebuild from scratch. Uh, right. Coach Lanier left this thing in a good spot. He took it over from Coach Hunter, had it in a good spot. So if you're coming to a program with a good tradition, a good foundation, we have to rebuild the whole thing from scratch. Had to make Jonas, Jarvis, yourself, and Danny feel very good knowing, hey, this situation is good. It's not something we have to start just rebuild every day, everything from day one. Right. No question. And so the challenge then becomes because there's always there's challenges with each job. The challenge becomes like we want to be the ones to uphold it. You know what I mean? And, and we don't want to let that drop off happen because on our watch, you know, so we're doing everything in our power to not only sustain Georgia State where it is, but again, to help, John, you know, Coach Hayes elevate it to a place, you know, that it's never been before. And we're talking. Um, you know, this is crazy, but this is this is what he says. He wants to do more. You know what I mean? It, it sounds crazy, I should say. You know, Sweet 16s and beyond. Like, we we feel like we can do that here uh, with the talent we'll be able to attract. Um, again, this is a great job. It's a great place with great people. Uh, so, again, we want to we wanna sustain it, but also be able to elevate it um, past where it's been, um, laying up, coming off the foundation Coach Hunter and Coach Lanier have set in the past. And what's good about it, this, man, like, Everybody can't get into Georgia Tech. Let's be real about that. You know, right. <laughs> right. academics right. a little different over there at Tech. Yeah. But guess what? As yeah. a transfer guy, you come to Georgia State, you might with high major, didn't play. And guess what? Come down to Georgia State, you, you have the right, the right fit for you guys. You can play. Atlanta's right. a place kids want to be at on transfer okay. because it's a great city, a lot of opportunities. And, and basketball is real here in the ATL. It's not some fake and phony. We love ball here. And yeah. if you play good, because let's be real, Georgia, Georgia, Georgia State is Atlanta school. It's not Tech, Georgia State's Atlanta school. Yeah. Let's be real about yeah. that. So no it's the biggest state school in the state. Let's be real about the students that Georgia State has. So let's be real about yeah. that. So uh, who who want to come play here for? Two of the Hayes brothers who one played over in the NBA and overseas. Jones has been coaching as he got out of playing ball. You, you, you've done your right. thing at Auburn. Gage on his thing. So you have a great staff of guys who can help you get to where you want to be, where if you want to play professionally, it'll be the NBA or overseas. Yeah, yeah, I think you hit it on the head, too. And it's, it's been evident and just, you know, we've been on this job uh, since early April, probably going on four or five months now, and that's been evident in our recruiting. You know, like uh, the, the, the we got three transfers that were Atlanta-based kids, you know, and DeWan Odom, uh, Brendan Tucker, Jermaine Mann. Like, those were all guys that went to different levels and left the city for whatever reason and ended up coming back because they knew that they had a spot home. So there's not going to be a shortage of guys um, that want to come back to Atlanta and want to be a part of this program. Again, you, you talk about the previous coaches, like that was Coach Hunter's thing, you know, from the outside looking in. It's like, hey, let these guys, if they, you know, we'll recruit them out of here. If they want to go somewhere else, they know that they have a home for the most part. And so the challenge, again, for us is to be able to select the right kind of guys to bring back home, um, you know, but that's that's where we want to attack in recruiting. Um, is make sure that we take care of Atlanta, take care of Georgia first, and then we can work our way out, whether that's transfers, whether that's high school kids. We know we have to put a premium on this on this area. 
No doubt, like you said, we're in a melting pot, a hot bit of yeah. basketball and football. Yeah. So you ain't gotta really go too far finding somebody that can play. No which is, no I know that I know the AD loves to save on the recruiting budget. So I mean, oh, yeah. it helps. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He gonna let us do what we gotta do. But now we can stay under that line. Now that 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 helps him. So. Uh, but, yeah, like we don't have to travel too far. You know, I'm looking at, at some of our schedules now where we're going in fall recruiting. We can go out on September 9th for the first time. And it's like, all right, we're going, you know, 20 minutes up the road here, you know, 40 minutes up the road here. And then we can be back, you know, as opposed to some places you got to go and, and reach out. You know what I mean? You got to go and travel. Like we we literally, for the most part, don't have to leave here. Now we will, you know what I mean? But, again, the, the focus is on embracing this, embracing Atlanta and embracing Georgia as a whole. And then, uh, again, we can work our way out from that. Now, for guys who don't understand about how the coaching works, so tell us about your role on staff and yeah. how would you define the job of a D1 assistant coach? Yeah, I think uh, I'll, I'll reverse it. So to be a good assistant, I think the best thing you can do is to keep stuff off your head coach's plate. Right. But you also, in turn, you have to have a head coach that allows you work too. that's not going to micromanage you. That's not going to look over your shoulder with everything that you're doing. He's got to have some trust in you to make, you know, proper decisions and bring things to him. You almost have to be a filter for him. He's got enough going on. There's enough people grabbing, reaching at him, um, you know, for for, you know, some minute things to get to his desk. I think that's number one. Uh, but as far as my role, um, I'll be working with our defense. Uh, we almost got like a football system where we've got offense, defense, and special teams similar to that. Um, I will head that up in scouting, um, you know, in-game adjustments, you know, Aiden, Coach Hayes, and however he needs it. Um, and then I'll also work with our post guys. Uh, those are my two main roles. And obviously I recruit um, down through the Southeast. I'm from Ohio. I'm from Cincinnati. Uh, try to reach up there in the Midwest a little bit. And uh, But those are the three main things, you know, helping make sure our defense is on is online. Uh, making sure our post guys, I think we've got five or six of them that are doing what they're supposed to do, offense and defense, um, coaching them on both sides of the ball, being able to help, you know, help grow their game, help grow their personalities off the court. Um, and then, you know, recruiting, making sure that we're, again, we're getting the right kind of talent uh, to Georgia State. So that's my job in a nutshell. There's some other stuff, some other details, but that's the overarching thing for me. No doubt. Yeah, you answered it very well, my brother. Man, excuse, man. How cool has it been to be meeting these, these guys, man, being relationships with these young men? I, I feel like that's that's part of basketball, being relationships with the young men on the court and off the court. So how's it, how's it been for you meeting these young men and knowing who you are, knowing what you're about, knowing what you play in the SEC? You can help them. You play high, high, high major, high major, major ball. And you yeah. met your wife there, too. Right, right, right. So the the what's, what's great about it is when I, I was at Elon before I came here, I worked at Elon University in North Carolina for three years. And there's about six or seven guys on our team that I knew before I even got here because we were recruiting them in, in however different ways. Like I've known DeWan Odom since he was about 14 or 15 years old. Um, he played for my dad and my godfather in AU. I've known about Brendan Tucker for the last three years because he was at Charleston. I was at Elon. So there was some familiarity there already. Um, so some of these, you know, relationships, the way that they budded over the last five months or so have been natural for me. Um, I, I try to be a person that's fair to these guys, uh, but also show them that I care about them, um, that I love them, that I'm here for them. I got a soft ear. They know they can come talk to me about, you know, anything, and, and I'll listen to them and, and try to advise them as best I can. Uh, you know, but I think that's that's where it starts, is being able to, to for these guys to understand, uh, and this dude cares about me. This staff cares about me. And so what that allows us to do is coach, coach them really, really tough. You know what I mean? Is to coach them hard because we can get on them for two hours, you know, doing this, doing that, whatever. There's a standard we got on the basketball court, but then I'll sit there with you for an hour after practice 
and talk about anything. We don't even have to talk about basketball, you know? So uh, I think it's been a natural fit. Um, I pride myself on trying to be a guy that builds the proper relationships. And I think that's key in this business for sure. Where especially, you know, the transfer market and stuff like that. Like you got to make sure that you have genuine, like real life relationships with the guys that you have on your team uh, currently. Yeah. I've told some previous coaches this, you know, I, when I played my sport, you know, I played offense. My coach was a defensive coach. So, you know, I'm talking about football. Right. He and he and talked to us on the offense. So, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, but that's not, you should, it shouldn't be that way. You know what so I mean? So, me and him ain't close. So, you say we're not close. Yeah. Yeah. And see that, I, I think, um, again, you, you talk about relationship. Now, that's not going to be the case with everybody you come across. That's not, you know, it's just, that's just, just, just how life is. Stuff happens. Right. But the, the effort um, that we put in to try and get to know these guys, to get to know the people around them. Uh, so that you you understand like what their psyche is every day, how they're feeling, what you know, what things are going through. Like there, there has to be a two way street of communication um, and trust for you to reach the ultimate goal. And for us, again, we're talking about doing reaching things uh, that we've never done at Georgia State, which is which is a lot. But like they, they won't do that if they don't think you care about it. If they just mm-hmm. feel like you're yelling at them and da 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 da, well, they got to know you care first. There's an old saying, they got to know you care first before they care about what you're saying. And so that's kind of the, the attitude that we try to take with building relationships with our guys. No doubt. I think in football, too, uh, Allen is this man, like, sometimes a coach only deals with his expertise. Yeah. And they forget about the other side, other side of the ball. They ain't they, they, they expertise. And yeah. I feel like, unfortunately, I played for a guy who was like that. And that happens a lot of times in football. Yeah. From FBS to FCS to whatever, uh, yeah. sometimes the coach forgets, oh, I'm a defensive guy. I don't talk to the offense at all, or I'm yeah. always going to talk defense. So then, you, then there's a gulf there. So it's a, right. a division on the team from day one because right. it's clear as day you only care about one, one side of the ball. Now the other side of the ball don't matter to you. So, so, right. so things in basketball yeah, not, is not that, not that kind of that problem per se as much. Right. Well, you got a smaller team. You know, you got you got 12 to 16 guys as opposed to 85 to 100 guys. You see what I'm saying? So it's easier to touch and talk to different guys. And I think from a coaching perspective, like for us, remember I said we got offense coordinator, defense coordinator, like that's just to kind of streamline what we're doing. That's not to say that, you know, Danny is our offensive coordinator. I can't go up to him and make suggestions or when, you know, he's leading something in practice. Like we have a really good synergy amongst our staff and an understanding that we all understand the game. We just have different uh, specialties, if you will, you know what I mean? But that doesn't mean that we can't help, um, you know, provide input to the other guys. So, uh, again, I, I think we got a good thing going. We're kind of, you know, moving out of the honeymoon phase a little bit as we start fall workouts and things like that. But um, I think we got a special thing here. I think Coach Hayes did a really good job of putting together this staff that understands, uh, you know, all the things that he wants from relationship building, from being able to, to do the right things on the court, uh, you know, trying to lead and help these guys. Like, I think we got a, we got a pretty good staff here. And I can attest, fans, I've been over there four times, hanging out with, with the brothers over there at Georgia State. They they have synergy for real. It's not it's not fake and phone. It's not just some coach speak. Yeah. I've witnessed it myself. Yeah. So I've been yeah. over there four times and saw live in person myself. Listen, man, I've known Jarvis Hayes, like known him since the day I got here. That's when I really met him, like, and it's it's like we've known each other for for twenty years already. You know what I mean? Like I can go back and forth at him, um, and I think that's especially, uh, you know, especially key amongst your assistants, right? Like they really have to get along with each other um, to be able to show the rest of the team too. Like, hey, guys can work together. They can be different. They can come from different places, but still work together and get the job done. So that's important to us. 
No, Alan, let me ask his brother, when, when, when did you want to become a coach, man? I know you was a, you was a player. So yeah. when, at, what, at what point did you say, I want to get in this, in this, this coaching thing, man? I'm going to tell you what. All right, I played at Auburn University, okay, for four years. And it, it, it took me probably two years. So after in between my sophomore and junior year, you know, Anthony Davis and that Kentucky team, they won the championship that 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 uh my sophomore year. And I kind of sat back, you know, you got a little reality check. And you say, listen, all right, that's this different level kind of guys over there. You know what I mean? Like everybody wants mm -hmm. to go to the NBA. All right. So at that point, I'm like, all right, I know who I'm playing against on a nightly basis. And I'm going to compete. I'm going to fight. I'm going to do everything. I'm not as good as them dudes. Right. So I got to find another career path. And for me, I mean, it was like, why not stay with basketball? I've known it for uh, all my life. You know, I, I feel like I've got uh, a good understanding of the of the basketball part. Um, and so it, it was around that time. I would say, you know, halfway through my college career, I'm like, listen, I'm going to give it all I got, play for as long as I can. Uh, but I know that I want to be able to get into coaching. Um, and so that it kind of started formulating then, you know, like I would go back home and go back to my high school and help. Um, help them work out, you know, during the summer times. Uh, I would go and coach my dad's AAU team, you know, once one one or two games or something like that when he went back in Cincinnati. And so uh, that kind of started the the excitement there. And then it just kind of built, you know, built up. And then you get into the right place at the right time, you know, and that's how you end up, you know, progressing in the building, in the, in the business. So I've known probably since I was 20, 21 years old. Yeah, I remember covering you, which don't sound bad, which don't tell my age. Um, I covered you in the SEC tournament games in 12, right. 13, and 14. Yes, I was there. Okay. I didn't I know was, that. Yeah, I was. I covered okay. you, brother. I covered you. Look, but you tell, I tell them my age to a degree, but yeah, I covered you, man. Man, that's crazy. 12, that, just 14. that just means you a vet. That's all. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, I remember that 14 in Georgia, Georgia Dome. That was last time I had the, the Dome in 14. You're your senior year there. We, we did. Play. Yes, we did. We did play there. We actually played South Carolina. That was the first time that we lost to South Carolina in my whole career. Unfortunately, it was my last game of my career. But um, I had a great experience at Auburn. Um, I played for a good man in Tony Barbie. Uh, you know, he, we, I didn't always see eye to eye, but I always took lessons from him. Um, and I'm grateful to be able to play for him. You, I think you mentioned this earlier. You did your research. I met my wife there. She was a hell of a basketball player at Auburn, women's basketball player. And, uh, you know, so I, I took I had a great experience at Auburn. Um, did we win as much? No. You know, but I think you take away the, li the little things that you come away with in life. And uh, like my best man in my wedding was our point guard, you know, things like that. The relationships and stuff that I got from there are invaluable and I'll have them for a lifetime. So I really appreciate Auburn in that way. Now, I was your hometown. Well, not really your hometown. I was up in Mason at Kings Island, the tennis tournament up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Certain over. It was pretty cool. Up there. I went to the field for a few days to hang out up there. It was cool. I yeah. enjoyed it. I went by the Bengals training camp at Paul yeah. Brown Stadium. So are you, a, are you a Bengals fan? I know they're good. And for a while, they wouldn't. Through and through. Through and through, okay? And people can go back. They can check. They can check my Twitter. They can do whatever they want. I did not become a Bengals fan when we got Joe Burrow. I've been there through the 2 and 14 days. I've been there through the 0 and 16 days. Like, when it was really bad and it was hard to watch them, um, I'm, I'm a homer that way. I'm a homer. I'm, I, I must admit, I'm a little bit fair weather on the Reds. All right? A little bit fair weather on the Reds. I don't follow baseball as much. But the Bengals, I'm diehard. I mean, like, every Sunday I can watch them. I'm watching uh, know the draft picks, all of that kind of stuff. So I keep up with them for yeah, yeah, to a high degree. Yeah. Now I like the Bengals old uniforms, but they had Corey Dillon, that dude, that running back dude. So yeah, oh, I like yeah. them. Oh yeah, I like. Yeah, and I used to love that. I used to love when they beat Tennessee because I'm you know uh, going to Tennessee State. 
the Titans was the team who had us. So yeah. it was just a to the Tennessee Titans. Yeah, they really yeah. don't want us to play at their stadium, but they wouldn't be in Nashville about the t- them agreeing let TSU play there. Oh, is that right? Because they don't, they claim that they're banning us best to fill up. That's their argument. Well, that's they, the they play on Saturdays, and they, even if they on Sunday, the field's missed because the band and us playing on the field. So the Titans really don't want us to play at their stadium, but they, they, without, without the TSU Tigers, they wouldn't be in Nashville. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You so gotta, that's why you I would cheer for them to lose, knowing that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, my Bengals took care of them last year, man. So I, I got you. I'm right there with you. I, I enjoyed it. It makes me smile if I ain't lose, knowing that these saps didn't want to play uh, you know, yeah. sap suckers, you know? Uh, so, <laughs> no question. Oh, no doubt. Well, brother, hey, man, it was fun to chat with you, my guy. I'll do this again real soon. I'll see you guys soon, man. And uh, I love what you all are doing. I look forward to seeing all come together November, November, my guy. Absolutely, boss, man. You welcome around these, around these parts anytime. Appreciate you, baby. Anytime, brother. Thank you. What's up, family? Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports, contests, events with first-to-market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for every league from the MLB, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information from live in-game betting props and futures head to bet online today or use your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet use our promo code believe 50 b l e a v 50 to receive your 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit bet online where the game starts who's a proud sponsor of the boss man show on your radio Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.